Hello, everybody. We welcome you today once again to our Abundant Life Family Church online broadcast. I'm Pastor Monty. This is Pastor Don. And we are so excited to be able to be with you once again today. And we really look Amen. forward to what we're going to get into today. Further on, our authority in the name of Jesus, mm -hmm. because we do have authority in the mighty name of Jesus. And uh, if you've missed any of our previous broadcasts, you can go back and look those up as they all go together. And today we're going to be covering hindrances to our authority, hindrances to our authority working in our lives, because it's one thing to know that we have authority and it's another thing to use that authority and have it effectually work for us. And so today we're going to look at some scriptures, I believe, that are very key to being able to understand how to make sure that our authority is working, because the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7 that we walk by faith and not by sight. So in other words, we have the ability to use authority and speak words of authority into the realm of the Spirit where we don't see instantaneous change many times. But we need to be assured from the Word of God that our prayers are working, our authority is working, even when we don't initially see that. All right. Amen. So as we go into the word of God today, I want to remind you once again, uh, for those with us that will be receiving communion uh, towards the end of our session today. So if you want to get that ready, that's fine at this time. But let's go to the Lord in prayer right now and uh, and invite the Holy Spirit to help us as we get into his precious word. Amen. Father God, we are so thankful and grateful once again to Thank be able Jesus. to come together in the name that's above every name, the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you that the Holy Spirit is our teacher, our guide, and that as we ask and invoke his help today, once again, to open up the eyes of our understanding so that we can see the things that we need to see from your precious word. Mm -hmm. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise for that today and for every need met of every person out there watching today. Thank you. Lord. And we give you praise, honor, and glory for that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, I want you to turn in your Bibles to Acts chapter 19 and to uh, bring up here just for a moment a couple of scriptures that we've used in this series on our authority, our authority in prayer, using the name of Jesus, and many other things. Uh, too many to get into right now. But Matthew uh, 28 and Mark 16 tell us about the Lord Jesus Christ after he arose from the dead, commissioning his disciples to uh, uh, go forward in his name, make disciples of all nations. And he gave them occupying authority to be here in his stead. And praise God, we know that Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, is now at the right hand of the Father God in heaven where he ever liveth to make intercession. And so he's the head of the body of Christ. We're the body and we're on earth and the head can't do anything without the body. That's so right. we must cooperate with the body or with the head. We're the body. We must cooperate with the head. With the body too. Yeah, with the body. <laughs> we must cooperate with the head so that the head can get everything done that That's the head right. wants. That's right. So praise God. Uh, that's what we're going to see here today as we go into the scriptures. But we're going to look at the hindrances today. We've looked at many things. Last time we were together, uh, we looked at uh, how that they used the name of Jesus in the book of Acts and made that lame man well. 
And praise God, God wants us to go out and do the works of Jesus. And to do that, we're going to have to use the authority that he gave to us and Amen. use the name that's above every name. That's right. So praise the Lord. Let's look at Acts chapter 19. And uh, we're going to look at verses 11 through 20 here as we begin today. And the setting here is the Apostle Paul going to, he's up in, in the upper coast up there in Ephesus. And he's going to share some things here uh, about what we need to know about. The, the Word of God is going to share some things here. Amen. And it says here in verse 11, it says, And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons, and, and the diseases departed from them, and the evil spirits went out of them. Now, praise God. This is a handkerchief here. It's a piece of cloth. And the uh, power of God, the anointing of God is transferable. And it can be released into uh, something that is made of a cloth-like substance. Mm -hmm. We know that from this particular scripture. Amen. And so look what happened there. Diseases departed from people and evil spirits went out of them. So praise God that that still works for today. Mm -hmm. All right. Amen. And the scripture goes on here and says, Then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, We adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preacheth. Okay? So, here in other words, they're going to, these vagabond Jews who were exorcists, they decided that, they were going to, because they had already seen the results, that they too were just going to use the name of Jesus over those who had evil spirits. But they didn't understand. But they Jesus didn't understand is what we're going to... authority. Yes, because we're going to see this here in the mm -hmm. Scriptures. And they said, we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preacheth. All right? Well, it wasn't personalized. It wasn't the Jesus that I know. All right? And that's key. But let's look. read on here. The story gets very, very enlightening. Verse 14, it says, And there were seven sons of one Siva, a Jew, and chief of the priests, which did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? Or who, who are ye? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of that house. Get this naked and wounded. They fled out naked and wounded. <laughs> oh my. And this was known to all the Jews and Greeks also dwelling in Ephesus. And fear fell on them all. And the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified. And many that believed came and confessed and showed their deeds. Many of them also, which used curious arts, brought their books together and burned them before all men, and they counted the piece of them and found it was 50,000 pieces of silver. And then in verse 20, it says, So mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. Amen. Praise God. That was just one man. You think about all those demons, those devils in that one man overcame seven people. Mm -hmm. That's really that's really whooping them. Yes, it but, is. Uh, that's what the, the devil's power is strong, and it, and it is great, but it's not greater than the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, who lives in, and resides on the inside of us. Mm -hmm. We think about that. They didn't know their authority. They didn't know who Jesus was, mm -hmm. and they sure didn't understand the name that's above every name. That's right. 
And see, they were not in relationship with the Lord. No. And so as we're looking at some hindrances today, for somebody who tries to use the name of Jesus or the authority that they saw someone else use, like we read here in the scriptures, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. The devil will just laugh at them because they have no right. They have no privilege to use the name of Jesus and exercise the authority that he's given to a believer, to a Christian, one who has been born again. Mm-hmm. And again, authority is not based on feelings. It's based on facts. And it's based on the fact that as a child of God, I have delegated authority that's been given to me and I have a right to use the mighty name of Jesus. That's right. So right out of the start here, we see that because they didn't have a relationship with the Lord, they had no reason to use. And on 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 the opposite here, we saw that the devil said, you know, you look, I know who Jesus is. I know who Paul is, but who are you? Mm-hmm. You see, do you remember in the Gospels that throughout, many times we see throughout the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ that the devil's, said, I know who you are. You're the Son of God. I know who you are. And see, devils tremble at the name of Jesus. And see, because we're here as representatives legally Mm -hmm. for the Lord Jesus Christ and His kingdom, we can exercise authority over them. That's right. And we saw that in Mark 16, and we're not going to take time to look at that today. But he said, in my name, you're going to cast out devils along with four, doing four other things. So we have this God-given authority given to us. But if we're not a child of God, it's not going to work right. And there's a few other things we're going to look at here today as we get into the scriptures. But you see there, the end result was is that the devil leaped on these people, overcame them, and they fled out of that house naked and wounded. So you need to know that you know Satan's the god of this world but you have authority over him. Mm-hmm. And so religious people that don't know Jesus, they can't exercise any authority and get it to work. So that is something that we need to know as Christians. That's right. You know, and you think about, honey, you think about, it's not it's not being religious is what gives you the authority that you have in Christ. That's it's, right. It's like you were saying, it's coming into relationship with him. And he wants to have a relationship with you today if he doesn't have that relationship. Mm-hmm. And part of being in that relationship, that covenant, you know, when you break covenant with someone, when you're in relationship with someone, when you become, when you get married, you mm-hmm. take on that person's name. There's mm-hmm. benefits mm-hmm. to that. Um, uh, you, the two become one. That's right. And so when we are in Christ, we have the rights and privileges that we have through the sonship of Jesus Christ who purchased our freedom who purchased mm-hmm. those privileges for us, those benefits that we can have. The Bible says daily he loadeth us with his benefits. And part mm-hmm. of those benefits of being in relationship is having that authority and mm-hmm. knowing what belongs to you. You know, I, I like this particular scripture here. It's a great uh, scripture of faith, of authority, and healing. And it's in the book of Acts. It's Acts chapter 3, verse 16. It says, and his name through faith in his name. Mm-hmm. We have to have faith in his name. We have to release our faith when we're exercising our authority. We trust him. Mm-hmm. We're, uh, we're convinced that what he promised in his word is true for you and I. That's and right. again, and his name through faith in his name hath made this man strong when whom ye know, whom ye see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness right. in the presence of you all. So again, it's having faith in the name of Jesus, exercising that faith, 
exercising those rights and privileges and using that authority that we have. And then mm-hmm. you see what happens. <clears throat> there are results that take place after that. That's right. Good results. And Always. as we read there in Acts 19, these seven sons of Siva, now, see, they, they didn't have a relationship with the Lord, so they couldn't rightfully, with authority, use the name of Jesus. And the devil recognized that. Sure did. And so he, <laughs> of course, <laughs> you saw the results there, leaped on them and overcame them, prevailed against them, and they left the house naked and wounded. So as a child of God, we need to be firm in knowing our authority and then using it. That's right. And so these tried to use authority in the name of Jesus whom Paul preached. Well, that's not good enough. Just because you saw someone else use the name of Jesus and get results, that's not going to work. It's your personal faith in the name of Jesus that's, right. that's born out of relationship with Him that we get light from the Word of God, that we've Amen. got that authority. That's right. So you don't want to ever go about trying to say, well, you know, I believe God will do this for me because I saw Him answer the prayer for someone else. Well, that's not faith from the Bible. Faith begins where the will of God's known for sure. That's why it's so important for us that's to have right. Scriptures in our heart before we pray that we know about what God's will is concerning a situation. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's God's will for us to be able to exercise authority over the devil. Amen. But we have to be in relationship with him first. All yes, right. We do. Hallelujah. So that's why they were hindered because they didn't even know the Lord. There's so much we could look at there. But you see, the end result there was that people did come to the Lord. They confessed their sins. They believed. And the, the end result was there in Acts 20 where it says, so mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. Mm-hmm. See, when the word of God prevails in our life, and it prevails out of our mouth when we're a doer of the word, we speak the word of God, that's going to pro- cause it to prevail in all of life's circumstances around us. Praise his name forever. Glory to God. And with this hindrance that they had, it was out of relationship, as I said a moment ago. But we have to know the truth. Yeah. Now, in John chapter 8, we want to bring up another scripture to you. And we mentioned this several sessions ago in this series on authority. But in John chapter 8, and in verse 31, it says, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on Him. So these were Jews that were believing on Jesus, mind you. Mm -hmm. He said, If you continue in My word, then are you My disciples indeed. And verse 32, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free, or set you free. Now many Christians know that, that verse. But look at the sequence there in verses 31 and 32. Okay? They followed Him. They believed on Him. And He said, if you continue in My Word. So we need to continue in God's Word. Mm -hmm. Feeding on God's Word. That's right. And exercising God's Word by the way we act in our own individual lives. Mm -hmm. But He said, if you continue in My Word, then you are My disciples. That's right. And a disciple is one who is a student who follows Right? Mm-hmm. What the person instructing is saying. And that, That's of course, right. is the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, we want to study to show ourselves approved. And, you know, the Bible says um, that we're not supposed to just go out and make converts. We're supposed to go out and make disciples. That's right. And in there, it's kind of like, um, you know, you could go to work for a company 
and perhaps you're just newly employed, well, I don't think you can really, unless you know all the products and you know what your job description mm -hmm. is, you know the authority that you have, you know the responsibility that you have, the accountability that you have. Um, it's, yeah. I think it's difficult to really be bold in your position, whereas if a couple of years down the road, you've learned a lot, you've grown, you've un you have come to an understanding and with by because of the knowledge that you've mm -hmm. received mm -hmm. from your instructors, from your mentors, from your bosses, from those you know an authority over you. Hopefully, you've received that type of um, instruction on how to be a better employee, how to mm -hmm. be an effective employee. And mm -hmm. then you know, especially for the salesperson, you can't sell something you don't understand. Now we're not selling Jesus Christ, but we are supposed to be showmanship of Him. We are supposed to go out and reconcile people back to the Father. We are supposed to go out into all the world and preach the gospel. Mm -hmm. And when you know the Word of God and you have an understanding and you know, come into the kingdom of God, it's so important that you understand what your authority is. Mm -hmm. Because the devil is your adversary. Mm -hmm. And there's only two That's gods right. in this world. The, you know, the God of heaven and then the, and then the, the devil. And yep. he becomes the your enemy when you become out of the kingdom of darkness and translate into the kingdom of his dear son, Jesus Christ. Then guess what? The devil is your adversary. He's not your friend. He's your foe. That's right. And his, his fate has been sealed forever. He mm -hmm. made that decision. Mm-hmm. So what we have to, we have to be careful. You know, the Bible says we're not ignorant of the devil's schemes or his devices, lest he take advantage of us. So the flip side of that is getting knowledge in the word of God so that you can exercise who you are in Christ Jesus. That's right. And it, he's given you that authority for you yeah. to understand, for you to accept, for you to possess, for you to hold on to. That's right. That's right. Just like she was saying about you come into a new job situation, many times they'll give you an employee handbook. That's but if right. you never learn the handbook, if you never know what the benefits are, mm -hmm. then you're never going to be able to take advantage of them to That's the extent right. that you, and you might not, you might not learn about some of the benefits that the company is offering or has in store for you until you get way down the road and somebody tells you, uh, a coworker or maybe even the uh, owner or boss himself says, well, didn't you know? And maybe if you didn't read the handbook, you don't know. And so right. guess what? You can't take advantage of that. Mm -mm. And so if we don't, if we don't get into the liberties. word of God and find out mm -hmm. what the Lord Jesus has done for us and giving us the authority, mm -hmm. then we're not going to be able to walk it out. That's and right. that's exactly what the Lord Jesus Christ was saying here in John eight. He said, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples? Mm -hmm. So a disciple is one that continues in the word according to the scriptures. All right. And he goes on verse 32 and says, and you shall know the truth. See yes. what, what happens when we continue in the word, we're going to learn the truth. We're going to come to a knowledge of the truth. And then that truth that we know mm -hmm. will set us free or make us free Amen. as we apply it now. That's right. And that is right. obviously in the context of what he's saying here. Now we know about this because earlier on in the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, we find out in Matthew, in chapter 16, when in verse 15, he said to his disciples, he said, whom do you say that I am? Who do you say I am? Mm -hmm. And Jesus is asking this of them. And verse 16 says, and Simon Peter answered and said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, 
for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. That's right. So in other words, this is a revelation Amen. that Peter received by the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. about who Jesus was. And look what he goes on to say. And I say in also unto thee that thou art Peter. And upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now, let me say this, verse 18. He's not saying that he's going to build his church on Peter. Mm -hmm. He's saying, Simon Barjona, you are per, you are Peter. Yeah, it's a spiritual. Peter speech. means little rock, actually, but Jesus is the rock, mm -hmm. the rock that will not roll. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. So he said here that you are Peter, and upon this rock, what is this rock? This rock of revelation of who? Who do men say that I am? Who do you say I am? You are the Christ, the Son of the Living Christ, God. You're the Messiah. And it's that truth that Jesus said he was going to build his church on. And look what it goes on to say. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. So what is he saying? Upon me, mm -hmm. the authority that I have, you're going to be able to exercise authority. That's right. And so right. we have authority because he gave it to us. Amen. And praise God for that. Now well, notice yeah. what he goes on to say. This is all in connection with authority, right? Mm -hmm. Verse 19, the Lord Jesus goes on and says, and I will give thee, give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Yep. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Yes. <clears throat> now you look at this, and this is whole, this whole teaching here, he's talking about who I am, and he's the one, as further on in Matthew 28, he said, all power on earth, heaven and earth is given unto me, and go ye therefore, making disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Right? Amen. Now, so this all goes together as we read this, this entire uh, gospel of Matthew. You see here, he says, I give you the keys. So they exercised authority that was delegated to them. So this delegation of authority, we know, was delegated to the entire body of Christ after Jesus arose from the dead. Right. But again, if we don't know about it, if we don't use it, it's going to hinder God from being able to do what he wants to do through right. our lives. It's going to hinder us from receiving everything that he's got for us. And so God wants you to use your authority. That's right. And one thing I like what Jesus says, you know, <clears> if you look at the Gospels here and you know, um, and his his words are in red, if you have a red letter Bible, but I appreciate that because, you know, his words are true. And um, and, mm -hmm. and when Jesus yeah. is talking, it's like E.F. Hutton, those are old commercials, you know, when E.F. Hutton's talking, you know, everybody stops in the room and listens. And that's yes. what we need to do. We need to hearken to the words of the Lord because they're for you and I. Mm -hmm. And as you're reading there, you know, Matthew 16, but verse 19, and I'll give you the keys to the kingdom. You know, first of all, he's talking about what you have in Christ, what he, what he is all about. And then he's saying, this is what you have, and then this is what I've given you. Mm -hmm. and, and again, coming into that relationship with Jesus. And I like what John uh, chapter 15 says here in verse 7. It says, if you abide in me and my mm -hmm. words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, That's and right. it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit 
so shall ye be my disciples. Mm -hmm. So you see this perfect harmonious, harmonious circle of abiding in him, being his disciple, knowing what we have as a believer. That's right. Why? So that your prayers aren't hindered. So you can ask what you will and it shall be done to you. According to the word of God, he's not going to give you a hundred oil wells. Wells, you don't need them. I don't need them. Mm -hmm. um, so there's things that are, you know, there's faith, foolishness and presumption. We want to stay with faith. We want to stay with common sense. But also, too, God's the God he, of the, the supplier of every need. That's right. He's the provider for every need. So if you have need of it and you understand, oh, this is what I can have according to the word of God, because the more we get in the word of God, we can see what belongs to us. Right. What he's provided already for mm -hmm. us. Or if we have, yeah. if he hasn't, he's provided for us. But we have to, there's times you have to go ahead and you have to claim possession to it in align with the word of God. Mm -hmm. because he wants your joy to be full. But it's right. it, it, again, and talk about the blessing of God. It's not just for us. It's for us to be a blessing to others. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to wisdom, when it comes to direction, when it comes to a job, he's got, he's got his will for you. He's got wisdom for you to be imparted to you. So you know how to proceed and right. you can make the best decision with that information available. It's right. like, Oh, God's given me wisdom. Okay, I'm going to wait on him. I'm going to pray. I'm going to ask him for favor. I'm going to ask him. Now I'm going to mm -hmm. do my part and go look for yes. a job. And he's going to get you the best job that's fit for you. That's right. What that's he has right. in store for you. Yes. God wants you to have a job. He wants you to be able to work, right? It doesn't matter what that's the right. economy says. It doesn't that's matter right. what you hear on the news. It matters what you believe according to the Word of God. Amen. And the Bible tells us this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. That's right. Right? Amen. So asking is using your authority mm -hmm. in prayer to receive answers to prayer that are based on his word. Right? Mm -hmm. That's so right. praise God for that. So right. it's the keys to the kingdom. Whatever you, notice there in verse 19, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. In other words, whatever you bind, whatever you loose, mm -hmm. heaven is going to back you up. That's right. Because you've got the keys. Mm -hmm. You've got the keys. Just like in my pocket right now, I have keys to many different things. Mm -hmm. And these keys unlock doors. They do different things in different places, right? Mm -hmm. I have a myriad of keys on here. They all have different functions in different areas, right? Mm -hmm. Some are the doors, cars, uh, uh, drawers, Etc. Now, what happens if you didn't have those keys? If I don't have those keys and the door's locked, I can't get in. You don't and have so access. I don't have access. I don't have authority either. So when, when, when the Lord gave us keys, he's talking about the spiritual keys because yes. Jesus, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive. He gave gifts to men mm -hmm. and he gave us his authority. Yes, amen. So he purchased it back from the devil. Mm -hmm and legally gave it to us. Mm -hmm. So I can have these keys, but if I don't use the keys as they should be used, then guess what? They're never going to work. That's right. You don't have access to those I'm areas. not going to be able to start the car. That's right. So I have to be able to do that and use those keys. We couldn't well, get into this building if you didn't have that one one particular key. That's right. That, that key fits in that lock that unlocks the door to let us in. And one other thing, honey, is you could be outside hoping and a praying, wishing and a wanting, and you can wish all you want and hope all you want looking out, you know, from the outside looking in. Oh, I wish I could get in there. I wish, I wish, I wish. But when and you've you got can. a key, then you That's can right. walk in it. That's and right. then you can, you can have the blessings of being inside a building, obtaining whatever it has to offer. The right. same thing when you've got possession of a key, you can utilize 
whatever is on the other end of whatever that key goes into to unlock mm -hmm. that for That's you. Right. Whether it's a car to get you to where you need to go or, or a building right. or a house, mm -hmm. you know, so all these things. And it's no different than the spiritual things. When God's given you this authority through Jesus Christ who purchased your freedom, who purchased this ability for you to have this authority, yep. then you can utilize and then it opens up a whole vast world and arena. That's right. You can have as a believer. It's like, you mean I can take authority over sickness? You that's mean right. the name that's above every name gives mm -hmm. me perfect soundness in my body? Yes. And and so all these different things, it. you have to use it. So you, you can wish or wonder, you can have leave it up to somebody else. Mm -hmm. But God will won't He's left it up to us to find these things out through teachers, through preachers, through his word of God, through the word of God. And like you said, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. That's it makes right. you free. It gives you freedom to be able to possess the land. Amen. And, Amen. And utilize it. That's right. So we have the keys. Yes, we have the keys. We do. But you have to use them and yes. you have to use them the way that the Bible prescribes. Yes. Amen. Now, there's another verse two chapters over in Matthew 18 that also talk again about uh, in verse 18 of Matthew 18, Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Mm -hmm. So he says it twice here in chapter 16 and chapter 18, talking about whatever you do. See, so many times people leave up to God what he has left up to them. That's right. And so if we leave up to God what he's left up to us, then it's not going to work right. Mm -hmm. So many times are people pray, and we've heard this through the years, sure. that, well, I'm just going to believe that whatever God wants me to have, he's just going to give it to me. Well, it's not like that, brothers and sisters. We have authority, and we have enough common sense to know pretty much what we need, right? Mm -hmm. And so we know, whether it's a job, if we need clothes or food or whatever it is, that we ask and we're going to receive. Right? It says there in so verse 19. It's important that we exercise that authority. That's right. Because God's not going to do it for us. It has to be something specific. It has to be and it, something and, and there's no specific. such thing as anonymous prayers. So, That's right. you know, not try to disappoint you. But you know what? Uh, we want to do things the Bible way so we can get the Bible answers. If, if you think, okay, well, and maybe these, this is a checklist for you. Perhaps this might be a checklist for you to, mm -hmm. oh, now I know why I'm not getting that prayer answered. Yeah. Uh, perhaps I, you know, I wasn't using the name of Jesus or I wasn't sure what I wanted mm -hmm. because we, we, you know, so there's times we don't know exactly what we want or need, but we can come to the father. God said, we, you know, the Lord, I know mm -hmm. that I need the best job and I need this to happen. I need this to happen. I want to work with people that I get along with. I need to be on this side of town or, I, you know, or whatever the situation is. You want to be as specific as much as possible right. because it says here in verse 19, and again, Jesus is talking. And again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth is touching anything that they shall ask, well, there's something tangible. There's something you have to agree upon in order mm -hmm. for, you know, I can't agree with him, for instance, talking about the prayer of agreement. If I don't know what he wants or needs, how can I come into agreement? How can two walk together unless they agree? Amos 3.3. Mm -hmm. So it's important that we come into agreement with that, but we also come into agreement with the God's word too. Right. So we can receive what he has for us. Yes. Now, the scriptures, as we see here, that whatever you bind, whatever you lose. And heaven is going to back up whatever we say, whatever we believe for. That's right. Jesus said in another place in the Gospels, he said, uh, excuse me, uh, James, 
but it, it is it, it goes with what Jesus said. I'm thinking of a couple different scriptures now because it's, it's in the word of God and you can see the truth, what I'm about ready to share. That in James, it says you have not because you ask not. Mm-hmm. You have not because you ask not. In fact, let's look here real briefly in James. But we see this truth. James, let's look here in uh, let's look here in chapter four. James chapter four, and look what it says here in verse two. It says, "Ye lust and have not; ye kill and desire to have, and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war, yet ye have not, because ye ask not. Ye ask and receive not, because ye ask amiss." that you may consume it upon your own lust. Mm-hmm. So in other words, if you consume it on your own lust, that's not God's will. No. But what you see there is a great truth is that ye have not because you ask not. So when we don't exercise our authority, then if we're waiting for God to do something about something He's already done, then it's not going to work right. You say, well, I've done that before and it worked out right. Mm-hmm. Well, that is... Chancy. That's not faith. That is a love blessing from the Lord. Because that's not the prescribed way that we are to, as we grow in the knowledge of the things of God, that's not how we're supposed to do it. Okay? And you might say, well, how come I have to ask? Because, you know, the Father, God takes pleasure in us asking. That's right. Because, again, you have a free will. So He Mm -hmm. knows knows the, the past, present, and future. He knows what you're going to do even before you do it, but he's given us a free will. Mm-hmm. And that's why he won't, we're not puppets on a string. He's not the puppeteer. That's right. And we, yes, we put him in control of our life. I, at least, you know, I say that, Lord, you're in control of my life. But I, but ultimately he's given me a free will to make my free decision whether I choose to do the word or not. He won't make you do anything. That's why, you know, if it was up to him, he'd, he'd probably make everybody get saved, but he's given everybody a free will. That's why mm-hmm. that's why he leaves it up to ask. That's to right. Ask a lot in line with his word, so that we can our joy can be full. That's exactly right. Uh, Matthew chapter seven. Here, the Lord Jesus Himself said in verse seven, He said, "Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you." All right. Mm-hmm. So, asking, seeking, knocking. Yes. Who initiates that? We do. We do. We I do. do. I do. All right. Same thing with authority. Notice what he goes on to say. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, to him that knocketh it shall be opened. It shall be opened. So what's the reverse of that? The reverse of that is that for everyone that doesn't ask, doesn't receive. Mm -hmm. And he that doesn't seek, doesn't find. And he that doesn't knock, it's not open to him. Right. So there's a true yes and a true no. Mm-hmm. And we decide. Amen. That's why back to what the Lord Jesus said there in Matthew 16 and Matthew 18 concerning the keys to the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. So in other words, whatever we permit, whatever we do, God's going to back it up. When we're standing in line with God, and what His will is, and what He's promised in His Word. And if there's one thing that we as Christians in these last days need to know, 
is know that God's leaving these things up to us. That's right. Whether it's praying for our country, our leaders, which we should be doing, mm -hmm. and in the national level and down on the state and local levels, we need to be praying for them and Amen. persevering in prayer That's concerning right. them. That's right. Because the Lord, even though he's got plans, he wants revival, he wants to reach more people in these That's last right. days, if all the Christians just say, well, whatever Amen. God wants and whatever God, you know, whatever he's going to do in these last days, he's going to do it whether I'm engaged or not. Well, that's not true. No, that's not true. That's not true. He's counting on us. Yes. He's counting on you. We can do to nothing do. in this land unless we ask him. That's right. He's counting on you and I mm -hmm. to take our place in Christ and to be the people that he can count on in these last days. Amen? Amen. Well, praise God. If you're out there today and you've been listening to this, there's several other hindrances we're going to look at. We'll get to those here next time around. But if you're out there listening today and you've been watching and you say, well, I don't even know the Lord Jesus Christ. And I was raised in church, went to church, was a nice person, am a nice person, try to be a nice person, but yet things aren't working out right in my life. But as you've listened today, you've come to realize that you've had a religious experience, but not a biblical experience as far as accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as your own personal Savior. You have to know Him. That is right. the key. Jesus is the door. He's the lock. He's the key. He's everything that we enter into His family, entering to, into His kingdom by being born again by yeah. the Spirit of God. That's when we can start using the authority that He's given to us. And if you're out there today and you don't know the Lord Jesus or perhaps you're in a backslidden condition, we want to pray with you right now mm -hmm. and you can invite Him into your heart. He'll forgive you of your sins doesn't matter how bad you might have thought you have been and are right now. God loves you. Amen. And He yes, wants he to. He's for you. And He's on your side. And if you want the Lord, He wants you. And so I want you to bow your head with me in prayer. Amen. If you're in a place where you can get down on your knees and ask the Lord as you're praying, that just very simply symbolic is symbolic and symbolizes that uh, you have a humbleness of heart, a yielded heart. And so let's pray right now. I want you to bow your head and pray this after me. You, but let your heart agree with it. It's not just saying words, but it's saying heartfelt, heartfelt words out of your heart because you mean it. Amen. Jesus is the Savior and there is no other. That's right. There's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. He's coming soon. Yes, he and is. it's the only by the blood of Jesus that we can receive remission of sins and become a new creature in Christ Jesus and be born again and come into the family of God. So if that's you today, I want you to join in prayer right now. And if you're out there and perhaps you're in a backslidden condition, we want to pray with you right now. Mm -hmm. And the Lord will forgive you and you can come back into fellowship with the yes, Lord and pick right up where you left off, whether it was a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, 10 years ago, or 20 years ago, because the Lord is always there to help us. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's pray right now. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I come to you. I come to you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I ask you right now. And I ask you right now. To come into my heart. To come into my heart. To forgive me of my sin. To forgive me of my sin. To create me anew. To create me anew. To cleanse me from my past. To cleanse me from my to past. To forgive me. To forgive me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I believe. I believe. That the Lord Jesus Christ. That the Lord Jesus Christ. Is Lord. Is Lord. And that he's been raised from the dead. And that he's been raised from the dead. And I receive him. And I receive 
receive him as my own personal savior. As my own personal savior. And I want to confess with my mouth. And I want to confess. And I do mouth. confess. And I do confess that Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Is the Son of God. He's been raised from the dead. He's been raised from the dead. And he is now. And he is now. My personal Savior. My personal Savior. I want to thank you, Lord. I want to thank you, Lord. For this blessing. For this blessing. For bringing me in. For bringing me in. Into your family. Into your family. Cleansing me from my past. Cleansing me from my past. And giving me a future. And giving me a future. In you. In you. And I want to thank you for that. And I want to thank you for it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Praise God. If you prayed that prayer right now, I want you to contact us at, as you see there, our website, www.alfc.net, or you can call us at 503-692-9673. And let us know because we want to send you some materials that will help you. It's so important as you start off or get back plugged into the plan of God for your life that you find a local church where you can plug into and become a part of and start growing in the things of God, start serving in, mm-hmm. because that's God's will for your life. That's right. And you need other people of like-minded faith to be surrounding you at this point in your life. Uh, you have a supply, they have a supply for you. All right? Mm-hmm. We're in Tualatin. Amen. If you don't have a local church, you can come be a part of, of, of where we're at here in Tualatin, Oregon. And if you don't have a local church, we can help you get plugged into one wherever you may be. Praise mm-hmm. God. Amen. Amen. At, uh, at this time, we're going to receive communion together. We trust you have uh, the, the bread and the cup ready. And uh, as we read, as we do every week from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, it's so precious that we can do this because at this time, there's so much fear out there and God doesn't want you to be in fear. That's right. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power, love and a sound mind. And he wants us to know that he's here for us and he's our protector. Amen. We can do all the protections in the natural, not have the protection of God. And we're still not protected. That's true. We're still not protected. That's right. And we need to know that as a Christian, our foundation of protection is in him. Mm-hmm. Right? We can do all the natural things, wash our hands, mm-hmm. wear masks if that's what is, uh, is required or needed or whatever a person may need to do to feel comfortable. But as a Christian, we need to know that our faith is in the Lord Jesus right. Christ. We can't to protect put our trust us. in things, but we put our trust in the Lord. That's right. That's right. So 1 Corinthians chapter 11 tells us about uh, the, the communion table. And it tells us about the cup and the bread. <clears throat> and Jesus, of course, did this with his disciples uh, the night he was betrayed. And so he took this piece of bread and he said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. So this particular piece of bread that I'm holding here today, there's not something supernaturally special about it. But what's special about it is what it represents. Amen. It represents mm-hmm. what Jesus Christ did for us 2,000 years ago. The Bible tells us that by his stripes, we were healed. Himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses so that we could go free. So if you're sick, pained in your body, whether it's through the virus or what you think is the virus or some other pain or tumor or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you can be healed right now by the power of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. And so as we pray over this, open your heart to receive Mm -hmm. because God loves you. And he wants to extend his healing, miracle-working power to you right now as we pray. This is part of the blessed table 
of communion that we receive. So Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, as we pray over this piece of bread, we know that it represents what took place 2,000 years ago in the broken body of our Lord and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so right now, Father God, we want to thank you for quickening, strengthening our bodies. We want to thank you for healing, that miracle healing power working through our bodies, quickening them from the top of our head to the soles of our feet. And for all those out there today that are tuned in and watching, we thank you, Father God, for working a creative miracle in their life. We thank you for healing. We thank you for, in Jesus' name, from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, working a creative miracle in them. And Father God, we thank you for that right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord God, we thank you for glorifying yourself in Jesus' name. Amen. We thank you, Lord, for strength being imparted to every person in the name of Jesus. That strength, we know the joy of the Lord is our strength. Father, we receive your strength right now. There's, there's a thank strength you. that comes from your joy. Oh, Father God, thank you. Thank for you, that. Lord, for that strength, that quickening of the Holy Ghost being imparted to every person's body and every person's spirit right now in Jesus' name that needs it. Thank time you, Lord. Time of refreshing in your presence. Yes, Lord. Times of refreshing. Yes, we begin spend to time say, with you. begin to say, thank you, Lord. Thank I receive you, Lord. you as my healer. Yes. Thank you, Lord. I receive, I you, receive as you as my healer yes. by faith right now. Yes. In Jesus' name. In Jesus Thank name. you for healing Thank me. You, Lord, for healing Thanking me. you right yes. now yes. that you have healed me yes. legally, and yes. I receive it right now by the right hand now. of if faith. If you got any problems going on with your forearm, just receive healing for, for that right now in the name of Jesus. Any pain or inflammation or weakness, uh, right whether now. it's your bones or joint or whatever it is, or maybe your muscles, just receive his healing power working right now. Right now. You. Thank There's you, somebody Lord. out there that has a problem in their forearm. Yeah. So when that's called out, mm-hmm. you say, you yeah, that's mine. That's mine. Yeah. I receive that now. And you reach out by the hand of faith you, and Jesus. receive that. Yes. God loves Thank you. you. And that's you, just a sign right there for whoever that mm-hmm. is. We just know in part. She knows in part. Mm-hmm. And that was just given to her by the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. because God doesn't want you in pain. Thank he doesn't you, want Jesus. you hurting. He Thank loves you. Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank and you, that's Lord. true for any part of your body. It doesn't have to be called out. Right. Or stomach so right trouble. Now, or stomach trouble right yes. now. Say peace in the name of yes. Jesus. I receive, I receive. Yes. healing. Peace healing in the name stomach, of Jesus. From my arm, from my body, whatever it is. Amen. Thank you, Lord. In the name Thank of you, Lord, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, right now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. Thank you, Lord. We receive that now. Thank you, Lord. Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you right now. Glory to God. He is so faithful. He's so good. And he loves you so much. Mm. Hallelujah. And there's no distance in the realm of the spirit. That's right. Now you make sure and let us know about how the Lord's touched your body today. Amen. It gives glory to God. We're not the healer, but Jesus is. That's right. Now this cup here, we celebrate. Mm -hmm. It represents the spilled blood of Jesus Christ. He said, when you take of this cup, this is the New Testament in my blood. As often you, as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. So we're celebrating what Jesus did for us yes, 2,000 years ago. And as a Christian, we received a new nature, a new life by the precious blood of Jesus. And now, and included in that, the washing away of all of our guilty stain. And then, today we have 1 John 1, 9, written to believers, which tells us, 
that if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So if you've sinned, maybe you've been walking with God, and even today, you're just like, man, I committed sin, and I have it unconfessed. Here's what you do as a Christian. You say, Lord, forgive me. And when, when you ask Him, what as we read earlier, Matthew 7, right? Mm-hmm. James 4, you have not because you ask not. So God's ask, waiting for you to ask Him to forgive you. Amen. And He will because yes. He's made provision for you. And so say just say, Father God, in the name of Jesus, yes, forgive Lord. me. I sinned. Yes. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Big sin, little sin, medium-sized sin, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And He forgives you immediately and Amen. completely. Thank Glory you, to God. Glory to God, immediately and completely. Yes. So Father God, right now we want to thank you that we celebrate Mm -hmm. your precious blood through the Lord Jesus Christ that was spilled for us 2,000 years ago. Thank you, Father God, for the truth that our sins have been remitted. Thank you. They're washed away. Thank you, Lord. And right now, Lord, I thank you for that reality becoming stronger and stronger in our lives and that we can celebrate that today. That what's past is past because it's under the blood, because we confessed it and it's gone and it no longer exists because we have been forgiven. We want to thank you for that today. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't the Lord good? Yes, he is. It's exciting serving him these last days. Jesus is coming soon. Yes, he is. Jesus is coming soon. He wants us to exercise our authority in our own personal lives, but then go out and do the works of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Do the works that Jesus said we're supposed to do. He said, the works that I do shall you do also and greater works than these because I go to the Father. And anything you ask in the name of Jesus, He said, it'll be done. Amen. So we encourage you today to exercise your authority, knowing what belongs to you, using it just like those keys to the kingdom we looked at here today, and go out and tell people the good news about Jesus. There's no greater joy. There's no greater joy than to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ and tell people the good news that Jesus loves them. He's got a plan for their life and He wants to be their Savior. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Great news. Hallelujah. So as we go from here today... Go in the joy of the Lord. Know that you're special to God, that He does have a plan for your life. And in these last days, He wants to flow by the Holy Spirit through you to touch other people's lives so that Jesus can have more and more people come to heaven. Hallelujah. We love you and we care about you Amen. We love you. God bless you. And until next time, keep your eyes on Jesus. Be a doer of the word and go out and share the love of Christ with others. Amen. Amen.